dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. We back at it again. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Episode 179. Bro, you ready to talk boozy? Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> this has been a week uh, for me, gut bust laughter. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. We got a guest, don't we? Big facts. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, man. We're going we gonna to get into that in a minute. So how, first off, how was your week, though? I want to know how your week was. Oh, man, the week was solid, man. It was cool. The weather was straight outside of the rain, and damn near, I thought we was about to get a tornado last night. But yeah, everybody got that, PTSD around these parts. Last last few windy days, have uh, I've seen the, the morning crew of Facebook up a little earlier than normal. You know, the, the 5 a.m. post from people has been floating a lot more lately than it has in weeks past. So Yeah, man. Yeah. Just trying to be at it, man. Finally getting over the little cold I have. So man. I'm trying to get back to the gym this week. I'm so tired of lights on the house and making sure the baby washed her hands every second of the day because, you know, our household has had the flu since Christmas. So it's, it's starting to get out, but uh, hoping everybody makes it clear. So Dizzle out here posting challenges, trying to get cats <laughs> to get into the gym. What you yeah, trying to say, yeah, bro? Man. I got oh, tagged to some pull-ups the other day. I was like, what the hell is that? This one out here doing pull-ups? Man, so I ain't heard about none, no type of exercising since biking season. What's correct. The, what's the word? You're correct. Oh, you got, it's yeah, off-season? It no, it was off-season. It's go time on Monday. Okay, we're going to see. Rock with your boy. Oh, oh you, uh, challenge? Okay. Put, the, put the challenge. Challenge? Uh-oh. What's the challenge? Uh-oh. You named the challenge. Man, just check in. Okay, just checking right, on fuck Instagram. with your boy. Fuck okay. with your boy. You going to see? You going to well, get in there? You know, I was a fat guy recovering from a calf injury. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the calf is feeling good. I, right. I, I did some uh, play with the baby squats yesterday, you know, sitting down like a catcher. Calf had zero pain. So I'm going to get out to walk in here soon. I'm trying to get active this year, too. So I'm in. I'm in. There I'm in. it is, man. There I'm it in. is. Yeah, just check I in. need it anyway, so. All right. Well, let's jump into this interview. For sure. Let's go. <laughs> so, killer. Yeah. You know, it's only right that we pull in somebody that's actually involved in this whole situation. You know, we can give our opinions about Boosie, but we're not in fraternities at all. Right, right. Why not speak to a person that's actually in a fraternity and actually a part of the actual fraternity Boosie has this situation with? So we called in my brother Jimmy Mack all the way down there at Ace Town. What's up, brother? Hey, what's good? What's good? Got some (laughs) intro music for you, sir. <laughs> What's good, man? How you been? Man, I've been wonderful, man. Happy New Year to y'all. Same to you, bro. Absolutely. So let's just jump into it, man. What was your first reaction when you saw Boozy in y'all sweatshirt? So when I first pulled it up, I was like, nah, because you know, on the on the first shot when he sat down, he had all this jewels. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> And then I scrolled to the one where he's standing up. And the first thing I reacted, I was like, what the hell is Boosie doing? Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, started cracking up laughing, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. So rewinding, like, then, like, a video comes out of Boosie, like, I guess doing an interview. And I guess it's another fraternity in there. The alphas are, like, interviewing him or a part of a this interview situation. And he finds out that somebody on staff there is in your organization. And he says he loves the organization, says his brother's a part of the organization. And he starts doing part of y'all dance, throwing up y'all sign. What was your reaction to that? First of all, I want to give a shout out. Cap Alpha Psi, Legendary Z Tall, Spring 2000, Wright State University. Um, so when I saw that, it, it took me back to my own personal experience. Like, when I go back to my neighborhood, like, you know, family and friends that I grew up with who didn't go to college, they asked me questions about it. And what I saw was a a general love and appreciation for something that his brother was a part of. Like, it was, I didn't see malice or disrespect. I saw a general love, like, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that My family in that, because my family in it, I'm with you. What's happening? I saw that general love, man. So 
it made me smile for real to, to, to see, you know, somebody, you know, really having that, that general love for my organization. Okay. So did anything like after that kind of go left in your mindset? Um, so yeah, a lot of it went left. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where it went left for me. So I started reading comments on Instagram. And um and I'm in different, you know, groups, you know, with my fraternity members and and, and, th- and I'm reading comments from like hood niggas, street niggas like, uh, you know, fuck that. Fuck these niggas with the they ain't gonna do nothing. I'm about to go get me a shirt. And then I see my brothers returning that same energy. Mm. And um the first thing that came to mind is if Cap Officer has amazing programs like uh, Guy Right, um, Kappa League, and I'm sure all the other uh, Divine Nine have similar things. But what it made me think of is we don't have enough presence in the hood. Okay. We don't have enough presence in the inner city um, because more people should know who we are. More people should know what we represent. So that was the first thing that I was thinking of, like, yo, like, where are we? Mm-hmm. We need to show up. Um, second thing that came to mind was the street niggas mm-hmm. talking about, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then you have principals, you have lawyers, doctors, nurses saying, oh, nigga, it's on, on site. You know what I'm saying? If I see a nigga, if I was there, I'd have snatched this nigga up and this, that, and the other. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nigga, you have a 401k. <laughs> like, about to risk it all, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now. Like, if if I'm a street nigga, all I see is me and my gang going up against another gang. Y'all just went to college. Right. So it, it, it should be some distinction. And I'm like, we blurring those lines. Right. So, so because if you don't have any information of what's going on, you just see niggas going at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, so, so that was something that kind of threw me back. Like, whoa, whoa. You so, know, this is not honorable achievement in every field of human endeavor. This is not how we're supposed to carry ourselves. This is not um, what the founders endured to be able to bring this to us. For us to be acting like this 109 years later. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, check yourself. Because then, and it's not just the underground. Matter of fact, the young dudes probably was the least likely doing it. It was niggas that was 45. <laughs> <laughs> so where it was is... niggas who, it was brothers who, who realistically probably ain't been in the fight in 20 years. Right. Ooh. Where's the line drawn for like, on the outside looking in, like you see family members like you might see a, a son or someone that you know uh close to someone in the fraternity that like might be having on like you know my dad's a kappa whatever you might have different family members that kind of support on the outside but like with him having a brother in it like where i guess i guess where is the line drawn in in in, in respect apparently because like where where did he cross the line so um and I like the way you were there. Where did he cross the line versus where was he wrong? Um, crossing the line, so in being respectful, and this is if you have the information, right? Right. Um, is you shouldn't wear a Kappa shirt. My dad is a Kappa. It's cool. I would have not necessarily an issue, but I wouldn't say wear a shirt that said my dad is a Kappa with the floating K on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my dad is a Kappa. It's cool. But any fraternity paraphernalia um, or throwing up of the uh, fraternity sign mm-hmm. or even going the the route of, of, of purpose and saying you are part of that fraternity is a no-no. Like, you, you shouldn't do that. And now, these, are, that I, these are like things that are learned like, like day one when you step on a college campus, you go to your first party or something like that. These are things I learned uh, going to Central State homecomings when my brother was a student there or whatever. Like, you know, 
don't cross their line or whatever. And like, like these are things like you kind of just like organically pick up on when you come from that world of college. And like you were saying with the hood niggas, they don't one, they don't know. They don't have that information. And then two, they really don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, kind of like from my standpoint, what I'm looking at it is like, much like yourself was like, well, because I saw some people like, you know, wilding out about the whole situation. And it's like, well, they should have did something. It's like, well, what, is, what were they supposed to do? They just start a fight right then and there with him? Like, like yo, I'm sure he had goons in the room, goons with tools on them. Right. Like, like yo, is it like this is not a college campus. This is not a college campus right. setting. So there's only so much a person can do in a situation like that. And then you hear, you see other fraternities chiming in saying, oh, they soft or whatever. Like it has nothing to do with soft. That has something to do with being rational and being smart about the whole situation. Right. And that comes with self-hate, right? So anytime, you know, some other black people are doing something, it's time for other black people to pile on them. Mm -hmm. So that's some of the self-hate that goes on where it's like, oh, the jokes on them. Right. So let's let's pile on. So, you know, that's problematic. And then you even have sororities jumping in, ooh, y'all should have done this, that and the other. And it's like again, that's not what we represent. And I think Boosie actually provided us with a really, really good opportunity <laughs> that we I hope that we take advantage of, but I fear that we won't. Why is that? Because fraternity's been around for at least uh, black Greek metal organizations have been around for 100 plus years. Um, there was a time where, you know, the who's who of, 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 of black culture, black life, black leadership were in black Greek letter organizations. Times have changed. And one thing that black people don't do well or haven't shown in Western civilization is that we know how to evolve. So um, we don't have the Ralph Abernathy's, the Martin Luther King's, um, the third good marshals of the world. We don't have those anymore to look at and be like, oh, they are in fraternity. Those people have tra- evolved and transformed into the hoes, into the nipsies, right. um, into the boosies of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So what we should have done, and it's not too late, um, especially with, you know, boosie keep going on with this boosie bash thing, is to reach out to boosie and say, hey, how can we market ourselves to these people who don't know who Kappa is? How can we get ourselves in front of those people and bridge that gap? Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing brothers my age is saying, we don't recruit. We're capital society. We don't have to recruit. Bullshit. And it's going to be fraternity brothers of mine who are going to hate when, when they hear me say this. But the Internet has changed things. Right. In every aspect of the world. In every, if I'm on campus right now, 18 years old, I could be hollering at a girl who lives in Morocco. Yeah. yeah. I could be, I now know what it is to be in Cuba. I got pictures of that and the other. It's, it's not something unheard of. It's right there. So we then have to evolve with that and change and say, okay, how do we appeal to the people on campus, the kids on campus now? Right. You know, back when I came in, when I heard things like Joe Claire from Rap City, uh, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Oscar Robertson, Penny Hardaway, John Singlet, Johnny Cochran, Earl Thomas, Ralph Abernathy, Gail Sayers. When I heard those people were, were, were noobs, I'm like, oh, that's dope. Mike Tomlin from the Steelers. The first African American drafted by an NFL team or Kappa. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Nobody wanted 
Nobody care about that now. A lot of people don't even know who those people are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to evolve. You got to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Cause and, and even me, it was hard coming by that change. When I, when I heard of that uh, act like a new uh, thing that they have now on undergrad campuses where they allow people to step, which is why I left stepping off of the list. Because now it's acceptable. Now, it's not acceptable for when brothers are stepping to get in the line and step with us. Whoa, whoa, rewind. You, the, it's, is, that's a thing? Oh, you see. <laughs> we have a only reason I know is because I stay in contact with um, my undergrad chapter. Yeah, they have these competitions called Act Like a New. So you got girls, dudes, whoever, come and they'll step like like Kaplan to see who did the best job and whoever you know performed the best win. What's the purpose of that? Um, I think what it is, it's an it's just an evolution of what's going on 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 the yard nowadays is the evolution of who the kids are that are coming into school now wow mm. okay you know i remember like back when we were in school that was a no-no yeah that's yeah. definitely a no-no that was like absolutely not that was like, like now it's a dis- thing. total disrespect or, almost you know like mimicking at the highest degree yeah you know <laughs> exactly. hey, i wouldn't i wouldn't wreck uh if we got any body that's uh like in college or about to go to college it may be accepted but i would highly i wouldn't recommend doing that and i'm not even in a fraternity like you know like i have i have you uh dc mike i'm cool with everybody but i would never disrespect y'all situation like that you know i understand like there's rules to it and that and that's just is what it is and I, I would I would see that as a form of disrespect, yeah. even though like apparently it's cool nowadays. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, it's definitely cool. That matter of fact, you can go on YouTube and Google, <laughs> act like a new step, like a new, and you will see hundreds and thousands of videos <laughs> across, you know, campuses everywhere. Like this is like a legitimate thing. Like during Kappa Week. Most undergraduates probably are having this event. And when I first heard about it, I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> That's not what we do. But then what I had to do, I had to check myself. Because there's there's two constants in the world. It's expansion and contraction. Okay. You're either evolving or you're decaying. Even staying the same is decaying. You have to evolve. Yeah. I like that. You know? You Where you get that to. from? Where you get that from? <laughs> I know you ain't thinking that on your own. <laughs> no, see, I, I, I practice an African form of spirituality called Ifa, and that's where I get that from. Okay, okay. So, so that changes my thought process on things. Like, you know what? Okay. I had my time. I did my thing. I need to time to act in a role of um, mentor. Maybe not, let's not go too far. Let's not do, act like a new with wearing nail you and throwing the sign as well. But is there a happy medium where you don't feel like you have to ostracize the old heads because they won't let you live mm-hmm. at the same time? We're making sure that you're holding on to the ideals that's most important. Right. And I wanted to jump back into the Boosie thing, you know, kind of because the, the low-hanging fruit of the whole situation is him stepping. Right. You know, and, like, uh, I saw uh, him going live on Instagram. Killer sent it to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, saw a, you know, I was sitting around, and to me, just seeing, like, a, a, another video surface, like, it was almost like now we're making this a thing, but it, it that video, I just had questions about like how you felt about seeing another fraternity brother, even though it is his sibling, you know, kind of taking the reins of, well, okay, we're going to, number one, tell you what you shouldn't do, but we're going to show you some some of the stuff that we do, almost like a tutorial in front of the world to see. So I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on on that side of it, like, you know, seeing someone that's supposed to be a part of the fraternity and that I, that I know nothing about, you know, on the outside looking in, but just kind of want to hear your thoughts of what, 
seeing that and, and what that make you you know what that what that should make you feel like this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion with people in my age group mm -hmm. but boofy bad should be conclave 2.0 <laughs> like it should be red and white throughout that whole crowd i laughed i've had the best laugh in 2000 in 20 and i know it's still early and i don't <laughs> see what's going to surpass this watching Boosie, yeah, likewise, right. and I mean no disrespect, but that, I was in tears. No disrespect taken. I was in, like, literally when somebody texted me and told me about it, and I couldn't wait to get off of work so I could go watch it in peace. Like, I really made it be there. Like, let me check this thing out. You and, waited till you got and, home so you could be settled? Wait till I got home so I could be settled. You know what I'm saying? Got comfortable, took off my work clothes, got comfortable and I watched it, and this is what I saw. And this is what happens when you take emotion out of it, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm very highly logical, and I know how to control. I don't do the emotional stuff. So when I look at it logically and not from a place of emotion, I saw a guy, a fraternity brother of mine, sharing Kappa with his blood brother and the joy like it brought to like to me to watch them. Like if you look at Boosie, right? Now again, understanding <clears throat> what we know about Boosie, going to prison, mm -hmm. you know, uh, murder charge, all of that, right? Couple and bodies allegedly. T right. He's watching TQ step. Right. He's looking at TQ like a little kid watches, you know, cartoon. Like he's really like in it. Like you can look at him and be like, yo, he's into this. Yeah, he's trying to figure this out. <laughs> like he's soaking it up. And then when his brother was like, hey, man, like, I don't see you moving. And Boosie being Boosie, he don't say, man, nigga, does it. He gets right up. Like, okay. It starts moving. And then when his brother starts laughing at it, because Boosie's shoulders was a little dry. <laughs> when his brother starts laughing at it, he say, hey, man, come on, man. I'm trying to learn this. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, he is in this. Yeah. And if you can't sit your ass down and look at that and be like, yo, nigga, that's, that's a place of love and respect. That's not no disrespect. Yeah. If you a street nigga and a nigga going to tell you, oh, niggas going to jump on you for having they shit on, what you expect him to say, but I'll wear what the fuck I want to wear. And that's what I keep hearing bros say. He was disrespectful because he said that. He a street nigga. What you think he gonna say when niggas saying this type of shit to him? Yeah. Do you think because of where you come from allows you to see it in that light? Yes, because I was posting online. Like, you know, I post stuff all the time. And I'm at home, and one of my cousins said to me, man, hey, yo, that fraternity shit hard. Like, I be checking you, and that fraternity shit hard. Street nigga, I ain't been to college, no, I ain't. Only, you know, ain't traveling, ain't done none of that. It was like, yo, nigga, that shit hard. So, and again, I know him. We grew up together. I get it. And then when he say that, and then I look at um, Boosie in this situation, I, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, yeah. it's a place of love and respect. And then when you take that and we do like to act like a new, what's wrong with him teaching him how to stand? Fair. Yeah. Fair. One of the favorite lines of that whole live was, damn, you could have let me get Kappa fresh real quick. <laughs> that was by far one of the funniest lines of that whole live because you, you, from the outside looking in, you, you know that the Kappas carry themselves a certain way. They always seem, right. to, seem to be fresh. And I could just, you know, like you say, if it, it didn't feel like disrespect. It felt like somebody that really didn't have, you know, two, he had two right feet or two left feet, but he was trying to get it together and it was coming from a place of like, like you say, my brother do this. This is love. Like I'm trying to actually learn this. So right, I right. Just, yeah. And here the big thing, right? We're Boosie bash. This nigga's bringing in um, OT Genesis. He bringing in Lil Duval, yeah. black youngster. If you have, if you own social media at all, he's bringing in all like the the hip hop, black culture. Social media niggas into Boosie Bash. Mm -hmm. Man, if, man, listen, if we don't take advantage of this situation, yeah. if you don't take, let me tell you, ego is a motherfucker. 
Yeah. If you don't take your ego and quit getting off that your high horse about, oh, we the shit and we don't need this, that, and the other, nigga, bullshit. As famous as Chris Brown is, that nigga was about to get his ass sat down behind one little scandal. R. Kelly was the biggest nigga on the planet, and one scandal sat his ass down. Mm-hmm. Uh, B.O. Cox, listen, nigga, ain't nobody above some help. Mm-hmm. And we have an opportunity. Like, uh, uh, Lil Duval posted a video from um, Stomp the Yard where, um, like, him, Black Youngster, and Duval all in line. You know what I'm saying? Talking about some capital. Y'all don't want this pressure. Like, that type of shit right there? Let me tell you something, nigga. Our motherfucking intake should go up through the roof. And if you don't think that matters, it's a business. Yeah. We are we a handful of lawsuits away from shit getting real hectic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that would boost intake. But again, we still got to have that presence in the hood. We just can't leave it to them. Right. We need to make sure that we got on Nelia, that we in these inner cities, and we making sure those people know who we are. And it's not just Kappa, it's Alpha, it's Iota, it's Omega, Sci-Fi, Phi Beta Sigma, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I saw, from your viewpoint, I see you saying let's take advantage of the situation because if you can reach some of these kids and just get 10, 10 kids that, that, that were not on the path to go to college and change their life just who maybe they don't even join the fraternity maybe this is just an avenue for them to like well what do y'all do and yeah we you do this and you go through this process and this all happens on a college campus if you get some of those kids from out the hood to take a step and change their life i think that's like the biggest point you're trying to put across definitely because i like i didn't i went to school to get a degree but i didn't stay in school to get a degree I hear people say college ain't for everybody. That's some bullshit. That's because you ain't never been. College is the greatest fun ever in life. Facto. And you, you just go to class and get the degree so you, you know, so you can stay and get good grades. So you can stay your ass in there. Right. <laughs> like when I say out college, I don't talk about you can get a degree and you can get a good job. Nigga, fuck that. Life is short. Enjoy it while you can. And I plain face Rob Rice say. <laughs> the money that I spent for the kicking that I had, man, listen. If they came back and said, hey, we, you owe us another 50, I'd be like, you know what? Y'all do deserve that for real. <laughs> Some free you know kicking saying? it. Right. So I don't never get into the hole. You can get a good job. Because you can, depending on where you live in the country, you can get a good job without a degree. Mm-hmm. But you're just going to be working. You ain't going to get into that kicking it. And this is coming from somebody who did eight years of undergrad. You <laughs> <laughs> went through it twice. <laughs> you know, yeah. My cousin graduated before me and told me, listen, man, don't graduate. This ain't what you want. That was hard-headed. <laughs> you dig? That said, is a right, fact. Yeah, let me do another one. <laughs> so, bro, I can't let you go without you pubbing some of the great things your organization does so some people can get involved. So we have uh, our guy right program. We have uh, Kappa League, um, and, and Kappa League really give you a good insight into um, Greek life before you get into college. Um, but what I would say is research all your fraternities um, and sororities, and, and see what what fits for you. And um, and again, it's not just you know. Uh, it's capital. We we all are doing great things. Um, all of the fraternities in the, in the um, Pan Hill. So look into those again. It's all about scholarship. It's all about achievement. It's all about brotherhood and sisterhood. Um, but uh, if you like to be fresh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? fresh like my man Boosie said. <laughs> Then come on, check out Cowboy Outside Return to Correct. Audible Achievement, every field of human endeavor since 1911. How can people stay in contact with you, man? Because uh, you one of the funniest dudes on the book. Appreciate you, man. My <laughs> Facebook is Jimmy Mac, um, J-I-M-M-Y-M-A-C, Instagram, Diamond Chaser 4, um, 
I don't do, I haven't gotten to the Twitter and all that yet, but um, that's where you can contact me, man, and uh, let's feel, you know, let's, let's laugh, you know. Yeah, man, we all about the jokes. And one more, one more last thing, man. <laughs> Watching that Boosie video, it reminded me of uh, when y'all was trying to teach Nate how <laughs> to step in my room that one night. And hey, I think Boosie might even be that. That was one of the funniest nights. I remember it was a party at the Union, man, and Y'all was trying to get Nate situated before y'all went up there, man. I'm just like, man, my dude, my dude, Nate is struggle bus with this situation, bro. (laughs) Hey, man, we definitely appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate y'all for the opportunity to come talk to the people. For sure, man. I'm going to be in contact. For sure. Take care, good brother. All right, y'all too. Peace. All right, that was the homie Jimmy Mack, man. Yeah. Killer, what you think? Man, I, I think it was needed. I, I think having somebody, you know, as close to the pod as Jimmy is, you know, to be representing the source of, you know, social media, you know, week this past week. Yeah. I, I feel bad for the Sigmas because all this happened on their Founders Day. <laughs> so the Sigmas ain't getting no love. But, uh, hey, it was nice to have him on and nice to get some info from, you know, somebody that's in it. Yeah, man. Shouts out to the Sigmas, man. My brother, Jay Corb, he represented this week. I think they had like a day party downtown at a, was it, where was it? Therapy. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. at Therapy. So they was down there, man. I'm, I mean, like, where did you first hear about fraternities? So for me, um, I really didn't really, really, really hear about it to experience it until I was in the military in Oklahoma and traveling to Oklahoma City on the weekends to party, I started hearing about Langston University being a black school. Mm-hmm. And then we started going up there to, like, find parties and just kick it. Of course. And I had my first experience with, you know, people in a line or dancing. Because me and my homeboy used to get in a line in two-step, too. You know, like, we used to just have fun in the club. Yeah. So I got my first experience of cutting through somebody. And then eight, eight niggas come around with, bar, rah, 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 you know, barking <laughs> at you for doing so. And I got my kind of like taste of the party side of college from being on the outside, from being a quote unquote street dude, somebody that was not in college, but experiencing college. Right. So that's when I really first, first, first really got my first experience. Like I heard about a little bit about it in high school, but that would just be because, you know, someone's dad was in the fraternity or, mm-hmm. you, or you would come over to their house and see certain, certain things, certain colors and ask the question, what's that? Oh, my dad's in a fraternity, or you know, and then that's where it would get left. It would never get dug into. So, right, I, I, I would say my experiences in the military. Yeah, my uh, first one was watching school days. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying watching school days, and then uh, like I said, when we were talking to Jimmy, my brother went to Central State, so going to visit him like during homecoming and uh, during my spring break, you know, going to stuff like that. Like, oh, this is what it's about. This is what what college is about. This is a a segment of college, like with fraternities and sororities and everything like that. What about you, Dizzle? What was your, uh, when did you learn about fraternities and sororities and stuff like that? Um, Right State days. I was about to uh, join, and it's funny that he's talking about act like a noob because my wife definitely done that. We got the old footage. Um, <laughs> but not. Uh, I, I was just trying to trying to get the chicks. I was trying to I was trying to learn the line, the dance. I was trying to yeah. be in it, man. I wasn't I wasn't in it for the right reason, so I definitely didn't follow through. But I went to a few meetings. Uh, what was that to called? Be a the burners. Yeah. Oh, shit, I, I don't had... remember. <laughs> See, like That's when I was lit. Boy. When I, when I got out of the military. Um, I spent my first year out of the military literally just taking the, the money that I was getting from the GI Bill because I had made Sinclair's tennis team. So I was I was going to school during the week. And on the weekends, I was driving to Miami of Ohio to hang with my dude who was in his senior year with a with, with a, a double a roommate room, but he was by himself. Mm-hmm. So I had a bed. I had his diplomat <laughs> to eat off of when we would go to the to the food spots. So I literally spent every weekend of his senior year at college, like living in his dorm for the weekend. <laughs> As you should. So, man, I remember him and some friends trying to be Kappas. You know, they was 
All of a sudden, I come, I come by on the weekend. Door be unlocked with a note like I'll be back later. I'm like, oh, this nigga going through it, you know? He, he, he going through the steps. So I'm like, oh, I, I ain't gonna ask no questions. I know how it be. Next thing you know, you got a haircut, and I'm like, uh oh. So this, getting real. Yeah, this this last this lasts for a while, and then all of a sudden, you know, I come up one weekend and bottles everywhere. Everybody talking, you know, they going like mad, and they going through their process of what happened and why they no longer doing this, mm. and you know, so so it was like. Again, I'm up the whole time. I'm up here like, yo, when are we going to get to this, you know, good stuff? Y'all over here in y'all feelings. You know, I done drove an hour to come party with y'all. This ain't the weekend for this. Right. So, Say that for the Monday through Friday. Exactly, when I ain't here. <laughs> right, man. So, bro, I finally watched American Son. Hey, finally I watched it. How'd, I watched it. How, how'd you feel? Okay, how'd so it make as, you feel? as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, man, I think this would have been a lot better as a stage play. Come to find out, it was a stage play. Okay. Because I had that 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 feeling of a stage play, the the dialogue of a stage play, and then like just the one room setting of a stage play. So yeah. that, that that was my initial thoughts. Uh, I thought the movie overall, I was like, I wasn't impressed mm-hmm. until the end. I I struggle with movies that take place in like one setting the entire time, mm-hmm. or you only get three different camera angles it feels like i struggle to like let those process and, and enjoy them without judging them off of you know mm-hmm. just how they're formatted so and on top of that being mixed right you know i really sit back for that particular movie and like almost got some chuckles in the sense of like yeah that's how it be sometimes like, okay like i can remember times where people didn't think when i'm calling for mom and we in mm. cub foods and she, the person that I run to, you know, the looks of like, mom, you know, this is 88, you know, this yeah. 87, this is 89. So the looks, the looks and some of the, some of the stares that people would give when, when I'm just joyfully enjoying time with mom, I remember those. So like, I kind of liked how they put the story together in the sense of, you know, some of the race, the racism that comes with being mixed or being mm-hmm. in a mixed situation. So Yeah, man. It was, the ending... That was like, damn. So they really going to like that, and yeah. it, and unfortunately it did. And yeah. like that, for people that haven't seen it, quick spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I won't go all the way, but yeah, yeah didn't end well. But uh, the other, the 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 goofball in me, because <laughs> there's always a goofball in me. Nigga, it rained the whole movie. <laughs> right? I was like, damn. They somebody, under a flood watch? Somebody in the back with a bucket getting <laughs> muscle failure pouring all that water. Sprinkler was on. And the second thing, the faces Kerry Washington was making. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, it's just like saying, like, the faces she was making, she was smelling something that stunk the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she... She had a bunch of faces that had me weak. I, I do remember because I've watched it. It was probably a month or two ago now, but mm-hmm. but like I I really liked the the police perspective, yeah, the white sure. man perspective, the black woman perspective. You know, just kind of like seeing how certain cultures handle certain things, but it it all you know was playing out right there, and you know you couldn't. You couldn't necessarily hate how the cop was was talking back after all he went through with the attacks and everything that he's getting, you know, yeah. going through. Like talking about like the big detective that walked in yeah. and kind of shut shit down. So, yeah. you know, I, I liked how it was laid out. I don't really have too many dislikes other than again, I'm not a fan of like, you know, we we gonna make this set twelve by twelve box and we gonna be <laughs> in here making this movie. Right. You know, Facts. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, I would recommend. People checking it out for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's a definitely an important situation for people to yeah. to see play out. Another movie I saw was Uncut Gems. You're on your own there, son. No. no. That shit fire. <laughs> fire. That shit fire. fire. <laughs> Flames. Since you haven't seen yeah. it, we won't spoil nah, it. Nah, you can go ahead. Nah. The eyes, nah, the eyes uh-uh. ain't looking good. Uh-uh. That shit was no, fire. No, I'm telling Netflix. you. Netflix. It, no, no, it, it, I, the I, get you, the, the I get way. you the link. I get you the link. This ben. dude is going to get <laughs> us shut down. <laughs> uh, have a certain way of watching certain movies. Yeah. If I, you dig my drift. I'll holler at you Monday through Friday. Bruh. <laughs> Official. Okay. Five stars. Oh, wow. Five stars. This ain't no. Was this the one that you posted? Like, this was a good movie for, like, 
what you saw in 2019. It was something you posted a week or two ago. It was about a movie. No, I just watched this. I just watched this uh, on, like, Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the short version of it is Adam Sandler plays a jeweler in the Diamond District in Manhattan. Okay. And he has a gambling problem. And somehow, some way, oh, this is the one with Kevin Garnett. Yeah, he you. ropes Kevin Garnett into this whole situation. Okay, that's it. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna give you. That's all I'm gonna give. Is you. this a fictional story or is no? This... It's it's fictional. Okay, but the way they shoot it, yeah, it's, it's definitely dope. It is beginning it's to d- end. I would say is is entertaining. Yeah. And then you got Kevin Garnett playing a role. You got, I think, the the weekend is in the it. The weekend is in it, and they're both playing themselves pretty good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a, a shoot. Uh, your boy is in there, Lakeith. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lakeith Stanfield's in there as well. But no, your boy, your boy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't believe me? Just watch, nigga, 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 oh, nigga. Trinidad, oh, Trinidad, bitch. <laughs> yeah, man, it's official, bro. Yeah. I, I, no spoilers, but yeah. watch that movie. Okay. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. Watch it. No, I'm gonna check that. Uh, That's one that I did want to see after I saw Adam Sandler dropping dimes at the YMCA on World Star. Oh yeah, Adam Sandler got hoop game. And then I saw him put up a shot in the studio, and you know, I, seeing him talk like promote this movie. That was something I did want to watch. I yeah, just, this ain't no Happy Gilmore, dog. I, I just nah. got to set aside a 6 a.m. watch because that's the only time I'm gonna knock movies out is if I get up in the morning and knock them out before my day starts. Because <laughs> on the back end, rap not, city. Yeah, rap not, city. Not gonna happen. So it was some blowouts yesterday in the NFL, man. It was two I, blowouts. I got to watch football finally. I've been so busy. How you do that? I, I've missed every playoff game thus far. Well, you damn. So you saw the two whack ones. So yeah, yesterday <laughs> I sat back and actually watched some football, and uh, man, Lamar so, yeah, Jackson couldn't do it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was twenty seven ten Niners over the Vikings. That was a boring game. Yeah. Um I think the most exciting play was Stefan Diggs got that 40-yard bomb mm-hmm. and then, early first quarter. Yeah, and then the rest of it was just the Niners just basically running off tackle every single play. Yeah. <laughs> and just grinded grinding it out and then the Titans Man. The game that they, we thought was going to be the other way. Titans is going to shock the world, huh? Man, they shut it him down. It ain't even the Titans, bro. It's Henry. Yo, it's just Henry. The defense. To, yeah. to see but a, Henry balling, bro. Yeah. Offensive line plays a major part of it, too, man. man. He ain't getting through the holes. To see a stat. Balling. He balling, for sure, for sure. To see a stat like the last three games, and you think about week 16, week 17, playoffs, to be the first player to rush over a buck eighty in three straight, or at least a buck eighty in three straight. That's that's woo. Numbers on the board. Hey. I mean, I mean he's so. I, know I picked big. him up this week in DraftKings, so we'll see how today <laughs> goes. I'm looking looking pretty nice though. Brother is six four two fifty. He fall for it. That's three yards. Yeah, and he has one of the best stiff arms in the game. Oh man, he gave it to Earl Thomas. Man, pause. It was <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to watch. I, I watched like a clip of that. And you know how, like, you might be watching a clip on Twitter. You set your phone down and it just keep going. Yeah. To, like, pick, pick, pick my phone back up. And literally, it looked like Earl Thomas was running backwards beside him <laughs> just because of the force of the of the stiff arm. He had to k- gather himself for six yards of, of running. You know, it was, man, he's done that so many times, though. He's, yeah, man. He's up there with that Marshawn stiff arm. Yeah, man, he's up there, dude. So today, we got the Texans. At the Chiefs at mm. three o'clock. Who you got? The Chiefs. The, the Chiefs. Chefs. They, they got a clear path to Miami. What about you, they young got a clear sir? Path. You know what? I don't even care who won that game. <laughs> just I just of the need. Black I just need Russell Wilson <laughs> to pull through. That's all I need for. I don't even, yeah, for fantasy aspects. Nah. Just, just, just. Are you? A, I need a black quarterback versus a black quarterback in the Super Bowl. Okay. I need it. <laughs> okay. I need it, man. Okay. Because I already know the conversation on Lamar Jackson is going to be a totally different throughout the sports world till next year. That is super low-hanging fruit. Bruh, it's, it's going to be that, though. He's yeah. the MVP of the league. Facts. Didn't get a unanimous all-pro decision. Horrible. So you know you, you know, this is ammo for those people that didn't give him that decision. Oh, and yeah. I'm not trying to hear that conversation until yeah. next year. It's, it's a false narrative. The, the reason I call it low-hanging fruit is... They had six drop passes. Bro, they was dropping they was dropping third down passes. Yeah. Six drop passes. The fourth and ones, they were a hundred percent throughout the regular season on fourth and one. Yeah. Oh for what three? Oh for three yesterday. hmm That's not because 
he didn't get the yards is because the offensive line didn't get to push. So that's not on the quarterback. That's on the line not doing their job. Yeah. So it's a and yes, he was erratic with the ball, the passes as well. So it's a total team loss. It isn't strictly on him. Right. I've never seen these kind of numbers. The boy, he threw the ball 59 times. Way too many passes. 365 passing yards, 20 rushing attempts, and 143 rushing yards. That like, sounds like 90% of the offense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's video game numbers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, that's, and I mean, and you, can, you, you can't get like their, their d- defense, the way they set it up to stop him was basically make him, okay, we're going to take everything else away. Yeah. Yo, this ain't a video game. That's the point. Exactly. This ain't a video game. You're going to get tired. You're going to get tired of getting hit. Mm-hmm. Your, the passes you're throwing, they're going to be behind people because we're going to keep on hitting you. Right. And we're going to play a zone defense. We're not going to man up so you can we can turn our backs to you so you can just run right past us. Yeah. We're going to keep everything in front of us and make you make these tight throws. Vrabel and get no love for the for the coming with the concept this week. He got all the love last week yeah, because yeah. it's first exactly. time Brady. That's what I was about to say. He got but, all that love. Now, I mean, it's, now it's what Lamar Jackson didn't, didn't do. Yeah, versus, you got you to gotta give Tennessee the credit. They give them it, the, yeah. I'm in the credit giving business. Yeah. Give them his credit. Mike Vrabel, Buckeye, by the way. For sure. And uh, they did their thing, man. So they're going to face, in my opinion, they're going to face the Chiefs next week. And then Seahawks, Packers. I'm with you. Come on. I'm with you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, of course, I'm down, uh, with, I'm down with the black quarterbacks for sure. But I picked the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah, <laughs> I, need, say, I need at least one I'm of my picks honest. to be right. I'm going to be honest. I'm terrified of Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Hey, A-Rod. I'm telling you, that boy. And their defense is balling, too. The that Packers, boy, when Packers he, got it. When he gets something on his mind, it don't matter. Me you can be running routes. He's going to dump off. <laughs> he's going to dump off four-yard passes until he scores. You know, he going to, whatever he got to do, I I don't know. So, yeah, like you say, Green Bay defense playing better. Man. About to say, I didn't I didn't even watch the Niners-Vikings that game. I didn't give a fuck. Snooze fest, I didn't, bro. I didn't care who won that one. Snooze yeah, fest. It was, I turned back and forth between that and uh, I think the Rockets was playing. <laughs> I'm so sick of watching James Harden play basketball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting a little rough. That shit is whack, man. Pass the fucking rock. <laughs> anyway, so when did you watch Power? Uh, about 6 a.m. <laughs> I watched it about 7 a.m. Okay. Spoiler alert time. Yeah. What did you think about this episode? This episode was okay, a little better. <laughs> a little better. Um, do we know who shot goes? We do not no. know. But we All definitely right. do know that these next three episodes <laughs> is going to be... A particular character story as to why they should and shouldn't or almost or did kill ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. That's it. That's ridiculous. That's it. <laughs> so we don't I don't think we're convincing you to watch this not show. Not at all. Not <laughs> one bit. I just let me know who shot ghosts. Just it, just fill me in on that part. Well, we we don't know. This is ridiculous. One, it, one, one thing I will say about this episode is I told the wife. I, now more than ever, I still don't think Ghost is dead because now <laughs> this, nigga, oh, this, that this, this is why now they said shot and killed this time. They ain't say what slain. Is, <laughs> they say slain last week. Right. Said, shot and killed. So I think all that we have saw is Ghost falling into a black hole, right? <laughs> when he was mystical on when, us. He, when he got the, when he took the shot and he's falling, you just see a black hole behind him, right? So far, he done been in truth with club capacity. You know, he done been, he, he was in the club. So there's, that's where they're saying this happened. And mm-hmm. we have yet seen the shot, the visual of it happening. They saving it. Man. Okay. They saving it. So okay. you going, you hanging on to this, he alive. Yep. That nigga dead, dead. I don't think so. Watch. That nigga super dead. I don't think so. Man, look, I will say this. Power... I, I like the way they stopped, like, with all the super-duper graphic sex scenes. Like, yeah. the shit got kind of old. It was like every, a super-graphic super, super graphic sex scene every single episode. It's like, all right, man, let's get to the story. It's like... The, y- the, y- the running joke in my household is every time Power come on and it shows, like, the adult content. Like, <laughs> you know, somebody getting it popping. When I don't see nudity... <laughs> The running joke is that I say to my wife is, damn, there goes Lala's tits. Because <laughs> that's all it was for a while was when you saw that, you knew you about to see Lala's tits. Facts. That's, that's all funny. it was for like a whole season. Yeah, so, so they, they, they steered away from that, thing, goodness. Yeah. So I will say this. If this dude ain't dead, 
I'm not watching the, the spinoff. The spinoff. Okay. Fair. If this nigga not dead, I'm not <laughs> watching the spinoff. Cause he dead on paper as, as a motherfucker. He dead. dead. He dead on paper. Dead on the news. Dead in the newspaper. But you know, until they show it, to me, that's gives them a, a avenue to take. So let's recap. It it ain't Angela's sister, Paz. Paz, yeah. It wasn't um Rotimi, yeah. um Dre. Dre. It wasn't the the detective, uh the the white dude. I mean, um no, no Spanish he's the, girl. Yeah, Spanish uh, Spanish woman. Oh, uh, Angela. No, what's her damn name? Valdez. Yeah, no. Angela Valdez. No, that's she dead. Yeah, she dead dead. The uh, no, the other chick. Damn, whatever. Oh, the, the one with the had the, had the yeah, black got, eyes. Yeah, who got? Yeah, I don't remember her who name. Who got either. sucker punched? Yeah, by the it suspect. wasn't her. So we left to Tasha, Tariq, punk ass Tariq, Tommy, and Sax. Right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Tate. Yeah, because they said it was five suspects left. So I don't know five. Yeah. Who it is? Still got my money on Tariq. I ain't changed yet. It's it's the wife. It's, it's the you wife. Think it's Tasha now? Yeah, I'm switching to Tasha. Uh, after the after that pause scene got you? Nah. <laughs> yeah, it gotta be her. It gotta be her because this whole shit is about her and him. Her versus him. But we all know how dumb Tariq can be. That fucker. And we all know how he seems to be. You know, a slippery individual. Fact thus though. far. Fact so. Though. I still, I, I've been, cause I've been saying it was Tariq this whole time. So, uh, if if Ghost is dead, Tariq did it. Cause they do keep Ghost saying, did, they though. keep do saying who shot Ghost, not who killed Ghost. Yeah. To be fair, so they just leaving like they would show, in my opinion, like they had to show Angela dying for me to believe. It. <laughs> I needed to see her dead, laying there, cut open, you know, something <laughs> in to, the casket. Yeah, something. Lowered into the ground. They, they show Ro Timmy on a blaze. <laughs> he cooked. And the memes this week was hilarious with the <laughs> man on fire at the photos. So until they until they will solidify the death, him falling into a black hole. Wouldn't that be whack if he wasn't dead? A very. Okay, very, I'm very. just making sure we on the we, same we, page. We headed towards that Sal shit um, for Breaking Bad type of whack. <laughs> you know that, that's, what's, that, what's it called? Call Sal? What's Better that? call Sal. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we headed towards that type shit if, if, if it's that. Okay. All right. Well, nah. there it is, man. Yeah, yeah. Another episode in the books, man. We appreciate Jimmy Mack stopping by. 100. Uh, Boosie, if you want to come on the pod, holla at me. Yeah, we got something for you, Boosie. <laughs> We got something for you. Come on through. Come on through. <laughs> you can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Peace.